Hello. We did it. We did it again. Yes. Um, <laughs> hello, everybody. Hello there. How are we? Thank you to everyone. Just straight from the top. Thank you to everyone who tuned in to my haircut last night. Yes, it was very exciting. It was a, a true emotional roller coaster. <laughs> it really was. It was also just like way more. Um, it was just a. It was more than I thought it would be as far as like dealing with. It's a true. It's a new skill. You have to deal with the comments without overly focusing. Yeah. There's action on. The I screen. thought you meant that it's hard to like. There are certain angles. With a scissor that it's hard to get. like It's like um, it's like painting your nails, like where it's like you do the left right. hand really well, and then the right hand you're like... <clears throat> yeah, technique-wise for cutting your hair, also tough on Instagram <laughs> Live. Because it's also, we, you're like, do out. it like... Th- like so there were certain angles of the scissors that I was like, I'm physically incapable of like doing that, because it right. was like, I would have to contort... That's why you pay someone else to do it. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. Very clear after after that. Um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe we'll do another Instagram Live. It seemed kind of uh, mildly entertaining for some people. Sure. I would love to. Um, yeah, why not? Um, Honestly, I did not think we got, I think, like 30 viewers, which to me, I was like, we killed it. <laughs> because I was like, no one is going to... Come, well, like, everybody is bored. So I guess this is how, this is the state of America right now <laughs> yeah. is that people will tune in to see two fucking idiots, one person just cutting their hair in a bathroom. Like, God bless you. Um, oh, by the way, this is FOH. I'm Elaine <laughs> really Devane. I'm Kelly Sullivan. <laughs> you um, already know. And you already know that this is kind of post-mortem service industry podcast. So true. It's a really fascinating post-mortem. Yeah, very fun and interesting. Um, Not at all desperate and grasping. Um, (laughs) Oh, I also want to say really quickly that the reason why our podcast sounds better now is because I finally follow the advice of my (laughs) sweet cousin taylor shout out who told me how to do this so a month ago and i was like it's okay babe like we'll be fine i think i got it and obviously we didn't got it and um well it sounded like a lot when they were describing it like it was like okay you'll do that and i was like no couldn't possibly do that yeah it sounded so it's not hard and you were right so i'm sorry i should have listened to you but thank you thank you um Oh boy, Kelly, how are you? Well, how I te- art thou? I texted Lillian about this. This is my service story for the week. Um, is that I had a dream that I was serving in like a cool restaurant. Like it's not a restaurant that I actually work at. <laughs> in reality, um, and and I was working with this girl who I used to work with many many years ago, and she became Instagram famous, got fired, and then was like, couldn't monetize the Instagram fame, and then was like, can I have my job back? And they were Wait, like... Wait, this is in real life or in the dream? In real life, she, this okay. happened. Okay. And they were like, no, you can't have your job back, you got fired. Like, you didn't quit, and now you're like, oh, I can I have my job back? Yeah, and it's yeah, like, yeah. oh, sure. You got fired, so we're not going to hire you again. Right. Um, But she was serving in the restaurant with me. <laughs> okay, sure, yeah. And because it was kind of like a gallery in a restaurant. Anyway, whatever. And then um, 
I, this guy who I don't, he's not like a person in my life, but in my dream, I was like, he's a regular and okay. he, and I was like very upset. I was having money troubles in the dream. And he was like, well, he's like, you should have like married me, but like, you've never like expressed interest into me, but you are a, a fool for thinking you can marry for love. And like, you're going to have to marry for money and like, da da da. and then I woke up and I was like, oh, wow. Okay, so it's just, yeah. it's like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, that's our new, I'm, this has made us go back to fucking yes. for little women. Now we have to be very strategic about how we approach our futures. I know. And it's Sorry, sad. Timothée. Yeah. So, anyways, yeah, it's, uh, it's brutal. And, you know, who knows what that represents, dream-wise. <laughs> Yeah, we, to, were, we really get, need Freud on the case yeah, here. Yeah, I can't figure it out. Boy. I can't see what that means. Um. <laughs> what about you? How's, how's it going? Any dream well, analysis we need to do? No, I have really... I've had some really fucked up dreams that involve me being Jesus Christ, uh, yada, 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 got crucified. Um... But as far, yeah, I know. I mean, it's, who can say if that's prediction? We don't know at this point. Um, I, what else? I don't know. I'm kind of, I'm, I feel a little, I've gotten a little listless this past week. I've like. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I need some new projects. I need something to do. I feel a little bit like I'm not being productive enough. Yeah. So, I don't know. Whatever. But I'm fine mostly, I guess. I'm looking Zoom. around my room, seeing if there's any, like, something I can advise you to do. Mm, I know. I mean, it's like, I did the scallions. We made the fluffy coffee. I tied You tie-dyed did the scallions? Stuff. What does that mean? You're regrowing the scallions. Oh, I'm doing that, too. Yeah. Um, I've made bread. I made a rug. Um, I, you know, I'm do- I've done it all. Yeah, you, you know? really have. You really have. So I don't know what else to do now. If, please advise everybody. If it just means shutting the fuck up, yeah, sure, I'll try it. <laughs> I'll try anything. I'll, I'll once. try it. I'll try it. <laughs> okay, you know, gun to my yeah. head. I'll try it. Fine, fine, fine. Um, anyways, but yeah, I. So okay, should we pivot now? Who cares? We don't have anything else to say, right? I mean, there's a lot of tomfoolery going on in my actual restaurant group, but I don't want to talk about it. You don't want to talk about it. I know. The thing is, everyone's like, yes, like, go off, truth to power, whatever. I'm like, we can't actually burn every bridge we have because we might have to get a job again. Sad as it is. Sad as it is. Yeah. Um, Um, The restaurant group I work for is horrible. And I am okay. feeling pretty not good about it, but hoping to work for them when this is all over again. <laughs> I really love tomfoolery so much. Uh, it's so playful, and it, what it actually is is like destructive. But um, tomfoolery is fun. Um, yeah, I I can't. You can DM me for details about my old job because. Pretty bad stuff as well. Pretty bad stuff. That said, I will have my... Naughty, naughty. Naughty, naughty owners. <laughs> um, no, that's a good pivot. See, now we That's, can... now okay. we got it. Now, there she is. There she is. Um, so, obviously, a big, 
a thing that's been going around that's been happening that is so stupid, but we are engaging with it because how could we not is our old friend, our old friend Gabrielle Hamilton wrote a piece for the times. It set everybody a Twitter, a flutter, whatever. Mm hmm. Um, lips were a flapping. Lips were a flapping, mostly in complete adoration for some reason. A lot of cry face emojis when sharing this article. Um, everyone, it, it, it really, it was really the talk of the it town. It brought the house down. It did. It really did. Um, and and we're, then, we're nothing if not contrarian misogynists, so we're ready to take <laughs> it down. We're ready to go hard. Um... And the thing is that I wasn't, I, we, I think it, this, this came up in our group chat first. We were like, have you guys read it? Whatever, whatever. I was like, fine, I'll read it. I, I came to it, not it from a place of hatred initially. I was like, fine, I'll read it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I just had such a natural, horrific reaction to it. That it was not <laughs> like, you know what I mean? It wasn't like, it wasn't I fucking, planned. Yeah. It was not planned. I'm telling you, this is like a true true feeling. Um, I also will say in our group chat, it was being kind of simultaneously discussed to Chris Cuomo's wife's. So for it to inspire that ire when it's juxtaposed with actually the most insane, like infuriating article, it's like, it has to be bad because we were already mad. That was enough. You know, we were, we had already kind of maxed out for the day. Yeah. And then it was like, now we just have to re-engage with this (sighs) other, yeah, it was a lot. Um, and Which, by the way, if you haven't read Chris Cuomo's wife's diary of caring for herself in quarantine, you absolutely if you thought must. that mo- If you thought that moon juice thing from, like, 2013 <laughs> was bad, or whatever the fuck, do you know what I'm talking about? Where it was, like, that's ice the tip steep- of the iceberg. Steeping nettles or whatever, and that's all you have all day, then get a load of this. You're going to love the way you look in the fucking Chris Cuomo's wife's diary. Anyways, it's, 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 it's really crazy. That's the real horseshoe theory is rich people being like, should I fucking <laughs> inject bleach into my veins? Yeah. She was bathing in bleach folks. Um, just, it's really over the top. You must, it's a must read for quarantine. It's a um, must read. <laughs> <laughs> it is a New York Times Times must read. <laughs> Buy it off the shelf. <laughs> oh my god. Um, I feel so crazy. Okay. Yeah. Um, we both had our fluffy coffees this morning. We had fluffy coffees. I I can vouch that it is actually delicious. It's so good. It's crazy good. It's like hits the spot. Really, it hits all the marks that we've been missing. Ding ding ding. Yeah, it's so I'm good. lit up like a fucking Christmas tree. <laughs> um, I also put three ounces of booze in it. Sorry, that might be part of the problem. Did you? Um, no. Oh, I was like, what the hell? <laughs> no, 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 no. Haven't gotten there yet. Um, like, I might be, though. I might be getting there, though, if my dad keeps asking me what my long-term plans are, because... Daddy, I don't know. Daddy. <laughs> um, Daddy. That's going to be on, like, the B-side of my country (laughs) album. Um, Okay. Gabrielle (laughs) Hamilton. So we've talked about 
G H. Yeah. G H on this on the G H as she likes to be called instead of chef. Um, on this podcast, uh, when we were talking about the spotted pig mm-hmm. and um, and the you know rapist scumbag guy involved, yeah. Ken Ken Friedman, um, and then you have a personal. Kind yeah, of- that's true. Um, I worked there for about fifteen minutes two years ago. <laughs> Um, but you were you were really excited to get that job because oh, Prune yeah. is a it's a very respected restaurant. It's an quote unquote important restaurant. Um, yeah, it's like obviously woman owns, woman run. It's Gabrielle and her wife are the two head chefs. It, it's it was like very very exciting to get that job, and um, and still delicious food. Like I'm not ever gonna say that the food is bad. Right. Um, but Gabrielle is like an unrepentant bitch. And mm-hmm. then I had worked there for literally like less than a month. And she was like, so I'm partnering with Ken Friedman. And I was already like, I don't know if this is the right fit. Like she's not chill. And, and also just like the vibe was very much off. Like I was hired in May and I get really, really bad allergies specifically in May. They like yeah. kick off and I wasn't drinking and the GM was like, do you not drink? And I was like, oh, no, I drink, but I'm inflamed because of allergies. And she was like, why wouldn't you just take medicine and drink? And I was like, oh, because alcohol's poison, and I'm just choosing to abstain from it right now. That's weird. That's a weird thing to say. Yeah, to it was you. very weird. Um, and then she part- Then GH was like, I'm partnering with Ken Friedman. And I was like, okay, I'm just like not. I'm not. I mean, yeah, we had, you and I talked about, I mean, not that I was like, but I, we were just like, morally, you just can't, you just can't stay there, which is like sucks. Cause again, this guy, and we've talked about this before, but again, this guy is like impacting your fucking job. It's like so shitty all over again. Yeah. And then they ended up not even partnering. Like I was like, and she was like, oh, it was like, he refused to like cede the amount of control that I wanted him to cede to forge a partnership. And I was like, it's a rapist didn't want to cede control <laughs> to a woman. Like, let's play that back for me. Interesting, interesting, interesting. Yeah, and I mean, all along, she she referred to him as my friend Ken. She was like, are they never able to get, you know, are they are they going to be able to benefit? What, what's enough? What What is enough punishment? Like, can he never make money again? And was was definitely devil's advocating this. And... It just was an obvious reach for money and power. Like, it, that from her and her wife. Like, that's what it was. And to, like, to try to frame it as, like, we're two women, like, taking over. It's, like, not what was going on. It's also, like, um, I think what is part of it is interesting. And she kind of touches on this in the article, which we will discuss at some point. Um, <laughs> just going to get some background, that's all. Is that she is, like she's very opposed to branding and she's like never had an Instagram, never had like, um, you know, they're not on, you, you have to call for reservation and for brunch, there are no reservations and you can't leave your name. You just have to be there when they, you know, put you on the list and da, 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 da. She's very opposed to like branding as such. Yeah. It's like very branded, but not internet branded. If that Uh makes sense. Yeah. And, um, 
And so a big part of that is that she's like, I'll never expand. Like, I'm not trying to build an empire. And she kind of right. shits on that in her article, too. Like, yeah. not only branding, but she's like, some places, like, my peers' age have now employ a hundred people, if you could imagine. Right, right. And she's then, like, I'm pure, I'm pure, I have, yeah, I've kept to my one true love because I'm a pure And chef. it's like, and then it was like, oh, this guy who has, like, literally 20 restaurants all across the U.S., like, such a brand, like, Jay-Z invested in the Spotted Pig, like, such a, right. like, like hyper, hyper, hyper brand. She's like, ding, I want that yep. one. Uh-huh. Like, not even, like, oh, I, I, I would maybe partner. It's like, no, I want the biggest. I want the fucking. It's it's very transparent if it's you're not. Very, if you're not a complete If moron. you're not a fucking idiot, like, <laughs> the readers of the failing New York Times. Um... <laughs> I was just like, anybody who likes this fucking article is like, A, was abused and has not come to terms with that trauma. (laughs) B, identifies with their oppressor. Or C, is a fucking idiot pig who reads the New York Times. I don't know, like, takes it seriously. I don't know what else to tell you. That's, those are your three options if you liked this. I also, one of my favorite things to come out of it was, um... This food writer on Twitter um, came out and she was like, who I'm looking up her name now because I don't remember it. Um, you don't want to pull a Gabrielle Hamilton and not mention any women in your fucking article. Um, she was like, she was like, I just want people to interrogate this article a little more. And she's like, I've seen lots of people sharing it. And she was like, I think we need to interrogate the econ- any economic relationship that's labeled a family the the role of bosses like da, 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 da. absolutely just saying like normal and smart stuff and then this, no I saw that yeah this um, her name is Alicia Kennedy and then this beauty writer who's like very famous and like um, very like hip like N plus one style um, Arabella Sicardia was like oh I just like I didn't know any of this because that's part of food writing, which isn't really like a well-known thing. And she just wrote back, yeah, that's who I'm addressing in this tweet. (laughs) I was like, damn, go off. Like, it's just so funny to me when people are like, "Uh, me a little innocent. I just read the article. And she's like, like, fuck you. Like, do your fucking work. Do your fucking research. It's like, I don't understand why people don't have, like, we all took social studies we all try to do critical thing, like critical thing. Nobody fucking engages anymore. Nobody questions anything. And I'm like, you're just going to read this by a fucking famous business owner and just take it. If fa- that you're just taking it, you're just going to say, I don't have, I'm not even going to think about any other layers of this. Why? It's like so lazy. It's also like kind of shocking to me. The idea that like, restaurants which has entered the conversation in in our kind of like national and and in restaurant groups that they exist outside of like a capitalist framework (laughs) right and that like the owners and bosses in restaurants are owners and bosses yes and like restaurants aren't they're not museums they're not fucking churches like they obviously like i understand that like free public space has been like destroyed by the private sector. And so restaurants like fulfill a void for lots of people right. and, and fulfill that's that space. Why, totally. And that's why they get away with that, you know? Yeah. But it's like, 
the idea that somehow like you can remove a restaurant from any regular discourse about it's because morality people, and choice right, well, and money it's because is like everyone's so ignorant and everyone's so self-absorbed that they're like, I go to this restaurant to have this special feeling and that's what this restaurant is about. And they don't go one tiny bit further to think about what it is. And it's just all about people's like, I like this food and this is special and that's what this is. And this person is like a magician and like a genius and a saint and a poet. And I'm like, take it down a freaking notch. Okay. And listen to our podcast and you would know that she's a criminal. Thank you. It's just like, I think for like a beauty writer, like I think easily would be able to understand that like, and would easily make the connection of like, wow, if, if Jeffrey star wrote something that was like so beautiful and so perfect and so encapsulated the moment, you would still have to like critically analyze that person's presence and role in the beauty industry and you could share it, but, like, to do so without a caveat is, like, irresponsible. But, like, suddenly restaurants and suddenly, like, a woman doing it and a gay woman doing it, you're like, time me the hell up. Yeah, no, it's whatever. Also, okay, so the piece is called My Restaurant Was My Life for 20 Years. Does the world need it anymore? Question mark. Um, first of all, terrible picture of her. Why did they? Whatever. She looks like shit. Um... But that's not why we're <laughs> addressing it. Um, uh, what is this? What is this picture? Is she it looks bad? Like she's, she looks like she's in the Great Depression and she has like three oh. children and it's a dust bowl. Do you, do you see this picture? I, well, I just feel like that's a choice though. Well, I'm not buying <laughs> the choice. I don't, I don't choose that choice. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, first of all, this, this is like the longest fucking thing I've ever read in my life. I can't, it's, it's the <laughs> longest, least edited piece that's ever been in the New York Times. I don't understand how this got passed. Are all the editors laid off? Where are they? Should we be talking about that? Like, employ more editors in the New York Times, please. There's a dire need for editors. Um, it's repetitive. It's self-serving. It's egotistical. All of the things you might guess. But let's go by some specific points Shall we? Shall um, we? Because a lot of people, because I like to create fake or real drama online. Um, it's fake. It's definitely and provoke, fake. And provoke things. People are, I was really vocal about not liking this. And a lot of people were like, but why? And I'm like, you shouldn't have to ask me that question. If you have to ask me that question, you're not doing your job as a citizen of the United States of America. And fucking read it again if you don't understand why I might not like it. Again, you're abused. Okay. <laughs> First of all, just some really petty things that I picked up as a person who works in restaurants, which I, everyone did, and I, it was just so funny to me. It just There's so many red flags in this piece that she doesn't even know are red flags. Do you know what I mean? Like, so many fucked up things that she mentions just offhandedly that you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa but let's back up and, like, what are you saying? Do you know what I mean? One of which is, um, hold on, I have to get the exact sentence because it's like so fucking ridiculous. Um, Basically, I'm not going to find it because, again, this is 45 pages long. She basically is like, we decided to close down the restaurant. She gives us blow by blow of how this all happened. 
And she's like, we decided to close the restaurant down. We had a big staff meeting on March 15th. I was like, okay, great. Everyone showed up in a close quarters in this restaurant. Sure. And then she's like, and you know, some staff we had, I laid everybody off officially. It was the last night we were going to be open. Some staff even stayed and put their money back into the restaurant. I was like, sorry, you laid off your staff and then made them pay for their own dinner at the last night this restaurant was going to be open. Sorry. Sorry. Come again. Can you just repeat that one more time? Gabrielle? Play that for me. What? Yeah. Can I just get a little repeat of that? What? That's so crazy. Sorry. If you never worked in a restaurant, you know that the meals that you eat probably cost about $8 total. So the fact that you wouldn't gift your recently laid off staff, a pile of aioli or whatever the fuck they serve at Prune. Just some slathered butter and some aioli on a fucking cracker or whatever the fuck. That's disgusting. You're a bad person. It's also like the reason that, um, this coffee is really hitting me by the yeah, way. Wow. Can you tell? Um, <laughs> she needs that three ounces of booze. To take the edge off. Um, <laughs> the reason that the, restaurant theoretically charges you when you're an employee is to cover the cost of the food so they can keep paying their purveyors. Um, and she's openly like, I'm not paying my purveyors and that's not going to happen. So it's like, you're just charging them literally to make money because like the food is already purchased. That's a done deal. The food's already purchased. You don't have, you're not paying the purveyors next time. So all of this is going to go like, it's like that was, that was pretty crazy to me. I was like, why would you just ball the fuck out and be like, everyone, yeah, get whatever you want. Let's open some bottles. Let's toast to a new, like, to an uncertain future. But I'm glad that we're all here together. That would be a beautiful moment that would be nice to read about. But um, the fact that she's like, and it's all also to, like, go back into her own image where she's like, I mean, my employees are, like, so loyal and, like, love me so much. They, like, chose to put their money back into the restaurant. I'm like. No, they were scared of you and didn't even want to ask if they could fucking get a free appetizer. <laughs> free apps and zerts, Gabrielle? Come on, of it? apps and zerts. Ever heard of it? Um, she also, and specifically what Alicia Kennedy was calling out, and anyone who works in a restaurant or has worked in a restaurant will recognize this and should set your teeth on edge, is um, she says, the word family is thrown around restaurants for good reason. No, it's not for a no, good reason. It's, yeah. it's for bad reason. It's so that you can exploit your workers. Yes. Which is bad. Which is Which is bad. bad. Um everybody knows it's that not- too. That's like Oh it's my god. So It's just so um It's funny like there were a couple things too where I was like you opened this restaurant 20 years ago. And she says, she's like, I have to be the boss. I have to be a little aloof from my staff. I have to be a little cool. And it's like you open this restaurant 20 years ago and you, once you become the owner and once you take on that role of management, you freeze yourself in time because you'll never be connected to the people again. I'm sorry to say, like it happened to the guy who owns my restaurant too. Same kind of timeline, like 20 years ago, he opened his first restaurant made it big, made a bunch of money off of it. He doesn't know what the fuck is going on in people's lives, like, same as she doesn't. But she says later, she's like, I don't want to start a GoFundMe for my staff. What mm. if What if the Punjabi grocery in Delhi didn't get funded? I was like, do you know how beloved the Punjabi deli and grocery is? Not just in the sense of, like, like, 
oh, we love it. It's so yummy. Like, it's very hip and cool. They have two merch deals with different relief organizations <laughs> of, like, hype beasts being like, I'm fucking repping Punjabi, grocery, and deadly. Two. And she's like, I would die. I would die in the streets if they weren't fun. It's like, babe, they're, uh, they, they, yes. uh, they are lapping you. Okay, honey? They're lapping you. Like, um, you don't know what the fuck is cool. You don't know what the fuck is going on in people's lives. You don't know what they care about, what they want to put their money towards, who they'll take care of, and how they'll do it, because you're a fucking rich asshole, and you don't know. You don't know. You and don't the get sense it. Of, right, and the sense of, like, faux, like, pride of being like, I couldn't possibly beg, put my hand out and beg for money for my employees. Like, what would it look like? And I'm just like... You're just, you, so instead of, and also she's like, how would I even divide it? Like some of my employees are really rich and some of them aren't. And like, how would I even go about doing that? I'm like, everyone's figuring it out, dude. Do a little fucking math. Like it's the fact that that's like your reasoning behind not helping your employees with a fund is like crazy to me. It's also like theoretically the role of a boss and like, why that's like a theoretical like good position is that you take on the responsibility without projecting it onto your employees without informing them it's like being a parent where it's like if you're like i don't know how we're gonna make the mortgage payment make the rent payment keep the lights on you don't go to the seven-year-old and say like babe Here's the score, you know? <laughs> that's that's why I'm not a parent. Like, um, yeah, you you have to take on that responsibility, and that's what being a parent is. Like, that's what being an owner is, is being like, I will take on the responsibility of allocating these funds, and that's, a, that's complicated math. That's a fucking hard bargain and hard calculus. But I take it on because I've said I'm the leader. I'm the captain of the ship. Right. And also, listen, if I can barely do it, Gabrielle Hamilton. You can fucking figure it out. She also says at one point, she's like, the other option, the Paycheck Protection Program, which has gotten a lot of valid criticism, would grant you a loan with forgiveness, I learned, but only if you rehire your laid-off staff before the end of June. With no lifting of the mandatory shuttering and the COVID-19 death toll still mounting, how could we rehire our staff? And I couldn't really use the loan for what I needed it for. Rent for the foreseeable future and the stack of invoices still haunting me in the office. So, like, by her own admission, her priority is not to pay her staff. Right. To not, not to, like, twofold. She's like, I don't give a fuck about those people. I don't give a fuck about their bills. It's my rent. It's not their rent that I care about. It's my rent. Sure. It's like, you are, and to, 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 like, congratulate her for that is insane to me. She's twice been like they're fucked and that's at the end of the day hey i wash my hands of the whole thing well she likes to throw in a lot of stuff that's like think about the poor delivery driver think about the sad bus boy like she likes to pepper it with that kind of those little tiny things that make it sound like she's always thinking about every employee and every aspect of this whole chain when she's just she's telling us right now she doesn't she's telling us like it's it's just like it's so nuts to me. Also, and then she's like, in- I'm going to take away the two tops. I can't open my restaurant again with two tops. It's like, am I supposed to take that to mean you care about community? That's, um, oh, there are no two tops because you want people to come together. That's what I'm supposed to take that as? That's the big conclusion? Like, I'm not. And I'm a biggest 
sap is the next guy. I'm easily moved. I'll cry about anything. Same. Not this. But what I won't cry about is you being like, and then I had to call my friend Bobby. Sorry, Bobby Flay, if I wasn't clear about that. I'm just like, why? Like, it was the most shameless name dropping of male celebrity chefs. Anyone who works in restaurants who is a thinking person hates Jose Andreas. Like, yes. Fuck that guy. Besides what he did in Puerto well, Rico, which we, is cool. we said some nice things about him in the past, about that specifically, but yeah. Yeah, that's what I said. Uh, no, 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 I was just saying, I didn't want to be like, and we've always fucking hated that guy. No, I like, amended my statement. It's also, she makes a point too. She's like, I can't tolerate a server making $45 an hour and a line cook making $15 an hour. It's like, it's like well, uh, you can pay a line cook yeah. more. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. it's, that's the legal minimum wage, not the legal maximum wage. Like, I don't know, maybe the wording kind of got confused, maybe something was lost in translation, but that's the legal minimum. And so you If you're could- still paying, if, if you're paying your line cooks $15 an hour in New York City, like, you're a criminal. Mm. That's, no, I'm sorry. That's your fault. That's your fault. Um, and also servers, it's like, it's, that's not unskilled labor. Like, the, the problem is that line cooks don't make enough not that servers make too much and that's exactly. such a fucking false dichotomy and restaurant owners and chefs love mm-hmm. love to trot that out <gasps> mm-hmm. my front of house staff makes four times as much as my back of house staff because they're they're indolent little pigs and they yeah. they steal the money out of the line cook's pockets that's how they make <laughs> they go into their wallets and they just take it take it take it it's like you set the wages buddy you said the well, wages. And that's another way of like of breaking it down and not having, I mean, if you want to talk about cross-house solidarity or whatever the fuck, that's another way where people drive wedges in between employees. And yeah. that's a huge tool that people use where they're like, these guys really work fucking hard. Like, how dare you? And it's like, no, I'm sorry. They do work really hard and we work really hard. And you trying to say that one is better than the other or that we're like just a bunch of it's 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 awful i hate it and it's it is like a it's a fucked up thing to do to people it's crazy and at the end of the day like and she's like blah 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 blah. that's the other thing is like there's it's so many it's like you're almost there you're almost there you're almost there it's like she's like i can't charge three dollars for a beer when my rent is eighteen thousand dollars a month it's like yeah, your rent shouldn't be eighteen thousand dollars exactly. a month. Like, the idea that you're like you're saying it, and then you can't like make the connection of like that's the problem, and real estate is the problem. And then she also like at one point she's like, I became the full full owner, like no investors in two thousand eight. It's like I can think of something that happened in two thousand eight completely <laughs> changed the landscape of New York, and kind of got us to where we are today. And I'm just, I'm, I'm almost there. I can think of that. What was that? What was it? It's like that, yeah. what, yes, in 2008, they fucked New York and they fucked workers in New York. And like Barack Obama was like, cool, I'm the president now. And all I care about is graduating this presidency with a Netflix deal and a best friendship with Richard Branson. And I will fuck New Yorkers. I will fuck workers. I don't give a fuck about poor people. And, and yeah. Like and then they, they're gonna be like, I don't yeah. know when people no. drop these things without like, hey, like this, are you crazy? 
It's because, I mean, again, like, it's just another wealthy, powerful person writing some garbage for the New York Times, and they're probably like, I wish Daddy Obama would come back and, like, save us from the babysitter or whatever the fuck people are talking about. It's just, like, it's enough. Enough already. Um, <laughs> but, yes, exactly. And, like, some of the points, like, are, it's if you've never thought about a restaurant in your life except when you go to them, I guess this might be eye-opening in some way, but, like, it's not... It is interesting some points about like right like the the rents going up and like the margins and all of that is interesting and like the boom of restaurants and what that means and like that those are interesting things to talk about but you don't need Gabrielle Hamilton to talk about it like that's there's well, a million people who could talk about that. Yeah, and I think that like it's frustrating to have a conversation be like honored as being so frank and honest when it actually misses the point entirely. Yeah. And it's like, I, that's, it's, it makes me feel crazy. Well, it is, it should make you feel crazy. And it's because the only people talking about this are people like her. And the only people that get to talk about this are people like her. Yeah. And that's, that is the problem. That's been the problem. And now with all this, it's going to be even fucking worse. Who do you think, Whose voices do you think we're going to have access to, especially after this? Yeah. Nobody, nobody fucking talking about real shit. And it's been like that, but, like, it's it's going to get fucking worse. Yeah. It's it's really terrifying to me. That's... And I hope Prune reopens. I hope it can. It's and, a good restaurant. I fucking hope it... You know what, Gabrielle? I hope your restaurant reopens. Okay? I mean, it would be nice if it was actually... Commercial real estate is so interesting to me, and I've talked about it before on this podcast, and... But it's like, in, it's crazy to me that having said like restaurants aren't churches and aren't museums, like restaurants really to me, like shouldn't ha like if you want to say that rent is a thing that exists for individual people, which I don't think it should. I think all rent is theft. But if you want to say that, then why wouldn't you say the restaurants, the quality of the restaurants raises the value of the property enough that we actually don't have to charge them $20,000 a month because we can upcharge. I mean, even cynically, you can say that. And I just, I really do think like it would be nice. It's not going to happen, but it would be nice if it like started a conversation about like how like literally landlords are like, they're, they're, so evil and like the idea of like being so profit driven and being so like not allowing the actual market to fluctuate at all and it only building 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 is like crazy and it does actually even if you are a capitalist like it drives innovation away and it drives like quality yeah. away and it drives Absolutely. like these things that supposedly capitalism is supposed to be. No, I mean, obviously it's not working. <laughs> I can't believe you Very said people clearly. know I have a big forehead. Oh, well that was just for laughs on the IG live. Did you see that video of the girl who was like, she's in her car. I'm going to send it to you, but she's in her car and she's like, the media is so fucked up. Like telling you you're going to die. That is despicable. It's evil. It's irresponsible. And then she's like, Okay, so, like, sometimes my nose looks so cute, but then, like, here it looks ugly. But, like, what is that? And it's, like, seamless transition, and I That's just really funny. admire. Admire? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I don't know why. Is Are you set on that bang style for kind of, like, the rest of your life? Yeah. Okay. 
That's um, right. That's right. It's going, it's, I'm going to the grave with these bangs. Not if I have anything to do with it. It's, Undertaker. I'm going to have the ear of the Undertaker. Well, He's I'm going to do some pin on it. I'm not. No, you're not. No, you might <laughs> no, think that, Kelly, no, but you no. are not getting cremated, buddy. I don't no, think so. No, no, no. Um, yeah, I, I think that this is like the straight across short bangs, I think is best for me. Cause I'm not, you look like you're like, you're like a little nymph. That's not something I can pull off. It's not about that with bang length. It, it a hundred percent is. It's a, it's a vibe. All right. Speaking of vibe, are we supposed to watch that show Mrs. America? Cause it looks like dog shit, but I like the. Oh, I want to see it so bad. But the, the costuming looks great. And of course we love, um, what's her fucking name? I love Rose Byrne. Kate, Kate Blanchett. Oh I, yeah. Kate Blanchett, sure. Whatever. But I, I'm more excited about Rose Byrne and that cuckoo wig. Yeah. It looks good. It looks so good. I'm like, I'm so psyched to watch it. <sighs> okay. I just like, I have this, I have a, I'm trepidatious, you know? I mean, I don't, I don't think it's going to like, I'm not, I don't think it's going to change my life but i'm excited as a piece of no i'm not saying it's gonna like inspire the next (laughs) round of women running for office i don't give a shit about that obviously um i'm just saying like am i gonna be too distracted and annoyed by like garbage stuff written in there do you know what i mean oh for sure yes no but that's the part that's the joy of it i guess so um well maybe we should just get drunk and watch it together Oh, I would love to. That would be so fun. That would be fun. Oh, we um, can do one of those Netflix parties. Oh, yeah. Have you used that? No. Me neither. We had big plans at the beginning of this to like really do a lot of group activities, and we have not done that. I think that I didn't understand how much being in quarantine would like validate my tendency to self-isolate. And so I was like, yeah, I'll... like. I'll be, but it's like only being social makes me want to be more social and being alone makes me want to be more alone. You know what I mean? Mm, kind of. So I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll want to have a Cinco de Mayo party. And now I'm like, I, no, I'm not doing I mean, it. It's hard to tell with you because you've not, you've been like not returning my texts as sort of the same amount as you did before quarantine. So I can't really tell... I mean, it is a little bit worse now because I know you're not doing anything, but... Well, I could be doing stuff. Not enough. <laughs> not enough Text stuff. me back. Um, anyways, you guys, you should read... If you can get through the Gabrielle Hamilton piece, tell I mean, it, it is an interesting piece, and I think it's... Like, I think it's a worthy read, but it's not... Um, Someone, we were talking about this before we started recording. Someone who created a Twitter account in April 2020 is following no one, has no followers. The sole tweet that they have is they tweeted at Lillian. Lillian was like, did she fire her editor too? And he tweeted back and was like, that piece deserves a Pulitzer. I was like, how did you? Where did you? And I didn't even say, the, it was under the podcast Twitter and I didn't even spell out the full name. I did the asterisk thing. So, so got she, some. She's out there. I think that's one. That's a little, that's so a little suspicious. I'm saying check it out, but don't send it to the Pulitzer committee. No need. Also, she got a master's degree in creative writing. Like, of course, she can jerk off long enough to write this thing. Like, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. Sh- I'm not shocked. I'm not impressed. Like, come on. It's not that hard to fucking squeeze out a bullshit article. <sighs> About your feelings and how smart and successful you are. I can yeah. do that. 
I can do that. I do it all the time. I mean, three dollars a word. Yeah, I could do that. Three dollars a word. That's how much oh, yeah, she I'd makes like... writing for the New York Times. That's why it's so damn long. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Hey, you want to read our writing? Become a patron. Huh? Huh? What do you like that? Oh, plug? we have. We have. That's really good. Thank you. Thank you. We have a Thank new. You. We have a new uh, patron that we have to that. shout out. Um, Mike. Mike. Thank you so much. Love we really ya. appreciate it. Did we already say Rosa? Do we already think Rosa? I don't, I don't know. know. Let's think. Let's think Rosa again. We appreciate you. Love you, Rosa. Um, yeah. Thanks. We love all of our new patrons. It's it's gives us something to do to write a, le- a newsletter. We have to record a new Patreon episode. So. Oh, do you want to do that today? We good. Do you want to do the Sandra Lee article? Oh, I have to read it first, but yes, that's that fun. That's, to me, the Sandra Lee article in the New York Times is what Gabrielle Hamilton's article is for other people. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, oh, dare you to share. You should definitely share it with like, this is so important. Cry face, cry face. The most honest and raw piece I've read in a long time. Because she and says, then I add, keep yeah. Bisquick in my pantry. I was like, you are a woman of the people. <laughs> I love her. I think, no, I love her too. I think I, I also like, I've only been to Prune once, but the one time I went, I was celebrating my friend's engagement to like a person who I was like worried for her safety that she was marrying. And so I think that's kind of why I have some it's negative tainted. association. It's tainted yeah. for me a little bit, but yeah. What are you going to do? Um, anyways. All right. We love you guys. We love you guys. I hope this was interesting. Informative. Mm, I don't know. Could be. Could be. It might be. All right. Bye-bye.